0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. This is episode 32, and it's Chase Lee the Viper, although it's episode two in studio, so maybe we'll start counting it that way. Um, Got a lot of good feedback last week on the show, uh, on the studio. I had one negative feedback. I think we got to address that right now before we go any further. Honey, I'm going to sit up straight. She said that I was not sitting up straight. You and John looked good, and I appeared to be slumped over over in the corner like some receding hairline slump in the corner so i'm gonna sit up for you
1: all right i'll do it too
0: okay it's two and eight that's where we're sitting now last night um a lot of people are in panic mode i'm not in panic mode yet but i do have some caution let's say is that is is that a way to look at it
1: if you want yeah i mean that's that's fair
0: okay look i like woodward i've always liked the way woodward's done things last night for the first time i questioned one movie made woody is a he's a analytics guy but he's also a field guy so yeah. he'll go with analytics he likes to play the matchups left versus right but he'll do feel also mm. where he'll if someone's hot like Nick Solak was and he put him in the lineup even against the right-hander and kept him going I thought Eli White probably should have hit one more time last night he seemed to be comfortable at the plate he scored both the runs on the bases he was causing a problem for Robbie Ray he went with Cole Calhoun late I know they were trying to scuttle and get back in but that's the only time I've ever questioned Woodward this season because, let's be honest, he hasn't been dealt the deck he's needed. Um, but other than that, Ranger fans need to relax just a little bit. It's only two and eight, and it's only ten games going into this.
1: Well, and I wrote something this week on Monday. You know, I try to keep things in perspective. It was nine games at the time. You got to remember that the Rangers still aren't built to be a contender. No, and that's that's part of the plan. And you know they spent the money, yes, but just on position players. Right. I wanted to spend money this year on position players. The money next offseason is going to be for, for pitchers if needed and probably an outfielder. So 2 and eight's not part of the plan, but this is part of the plan. And, and so they need to play better, obviously. Right. And, and they, took, they, they played a, a decent game last night. I, I don't necessarily agree with, with your Eli White uh, deal. I think Eli is, is what he is. I think the, the statistics out there. Okay. Show, show and I think it's enough of a track record, but you know people can always get better. That's for sure. And then, but as far as the game last night, you know John Gray, who's who's, who's right there, joining us uh, on a still photo. He he pitched well other than the, that, that first inning, and you know you can you can attribute that to ten days off. I mean I, I really I really think. And once he got his rhythm, he was fine. So uh, they're like Woodward said after the game last night, they they played pretty well. It was a step forward, especially after Saturday and Sunday. So. Right. You know, but again, this team's gonna get better. They're they're stuck right now, how much better they're gonna get. They're not gonna win 90 games, but they never were. No so, exactly. But they're gonna start playing better.
0: Well, yeah, and, and John Gray, for anyone that was watching John Gray pitch last night, if you weren't happy with what you saw, take away the first inning. Look, the the home run in the first inning was a good pitch. He went down and got that pitch and drove it out, but he hit the guy and he walked the guy. Yeah. That's that's something that that he doesn't want. He got nine in a row there, ten in a row actually, 10, that he got yeah. out, ended up getting eleven out of twelve outs to end the game getting through the fifth. I like the way his ball moves. That is a guy that you see in this rotation long-term. He looked like a – he's not an ace. He wasn't signed here to be an ace. Yeah, maybe for this season. But, yeah. but in the Rangers' plan, that guy's a great 3, 4, or 5 starter in a good rotation, and he's going to be a good starter in a good rotation. And right now he's your ace, but he looked good last night. He looked worth the money they were spending. Take away the four runs. Well, he we
1: figured it out. He's a veteran – and a veteran guy figures things out, so, right? So that's good, and and I think he I think he has the stuff to be a number two. Let's say I don't know about number one. It, it's hard to judge his career because of the Colorado thing. So, right. Um, you get him in this environment for a full season and see what happens. Um, so I think that's good. Dane Dunning pitches tonight, third or Wednesday. Um, we'll see what happens there. Right. Uh, the rest of the rotation's got to. You know, got to pick it up too and, and they will as they get stretched out they'll, they'll be a little bit better but uh, I, I you know it's time for that excuse to kind of go away they, they should be fine now um, they need to perform and
0: Christian making excuses
1: right and, and he said that the other day you know they took Martin Perez out in the fourth inning and he probably had more pitches but it was a matchup thing at that point so sure um, they're they're starting they're starting to, to have to make those decisions you know it's no longer being stretched out it's it's, it's a matter of whether you're executing or not and you know there's some guys i think in the in the bullpen that that aren't executing that that you know maybe there's some shuffling that's coming up dennis santana's supposed to come back off the COVID list right so that's going to lead to a, a change at some point um so i you know do, do you at some point though you got to start tinkering a little bit I yeah think. um may, maybe not this road trip maybe after this road trip when they get home they can start making a couple moves uh, the guy behind us i tavares i'm, I'm big on that. I think they need to see it a little bit longer still. Right. But I think uh, as of today, he's in 438 at AAA. Yeah. He, um, and, and
0: Bubba is too, but he's been the one that's looked good.
1: Yeah. And, and he's also got the 40-man spot. Absolutely. So I, yep. th- I think, and he's the, he's the one with the higher ceiling. He's the one that they want to be their center fielder of the future. If, if he falls into place and is a capable Major League Baseball player, up the middle, you're solid. Mm-hmm. And that that's where you win. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's not up by May one. Honestly, I think.
0: Wow. Um, okay.
1: If if it, if it sustains, if he can carry this on for ten more days or whatever it is, I think I think I think early May you could see Leody Tavares. Does
0: White have options? Can yeah. he go back down? Okay, so he does have one more option because I'm trying to say who's the odd man out here. Yeah. Because you, if you're going right. to move up, look, we're gonna we're they're going down to 26 players May first. Right. Uh, so there's gonna be some moves. Look, there are some there are some arms in that bullpen. Who probably have a swivel on uh, on their head right now because they have to know that look, Woodward has not made any excuses. He is not happy with what things have done. They are going to make some moves. Uh, some of these guys aren't gonna be long. Kobe Col- Allard has not looked good. Kobe Allard, excuse me. Uh-huh. Has not looked good. Spencer yeah. Patton has looked okay. Give up the big home run last night. Yeah. Um, that that wasn't well. But I mean, some of these guys, look, they got they let they let uh Greg, Holland, his, go? Greg yeah. Holland, go. I mean, they're no more excuses. They're they're going to put the guys in they think can help.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know Spencer Patton barely made the team. He didn't make the team. In fact, he he is right. on the roster because John Gray had a blister and they put him on the the IL the second day of the season. And Patton was on the uh, what he the the taxi squad. They, right. needed, they needed an arm and boom there he was. I think I think he's probably the guy who when Santana is activated is is uh, headed back to AAA. But you don't know, and um, but yeah, there are there are guys out there that need to perform better and and have options. And you know, it's a blessing to be on the forty man ro- forty man roster. But if you have options, you can you can see yourself get sent down pretty you, quick. You
0: can be on a bus to and from Round Rock <laughs> many times. Allard, um, I like Allard. I've always liked Allard. But you know, back when Allard first got here, they had three left-handers that were kind of that AAA major league guy. They yeah. had Palumbo, they they had uh, Brock Burke, and they had Allard. I always had Allard third on that list. I always thought Palumbo and Burke were better than him. That's me personally. I'm obviously not a major league scout, and I don't know what they see. That guy might be another one that's not long. I mean, you've look. You he has not looked good.
1: Well, stuff stuff wise of those three you mentioned, Allard's definitely third. He doesn't overpower anybody. He's got to be spot on with his command. He can't to, make mistakes to have success. And you know, he pitched well his first outing. He came in and he gave up five runs on Friday night. that that turned the game around after the Rangers had scored five against the angels. So um, I I could see that happening too, but you know, last year in relief, he was pretty good. It was was when he went to the, it was when he went to the the rotation that his numbers started to creep. So I I, I would say, I would guess that that he's a little more safe than somebody else, but you never know. You never know, especially if it's, you know, down to, they want to see results. They want to follow through on their message that it's not you don't get any more grace period that you got to pitch and perform or hit and perform. Then maybe he's the guy.
0: Could be. So any, anybody else that you see on this team right now that also, I mean, I've, I've, we've pointed out Allard. we rotation-wise, maybe that, that 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 should be nervous going into this. Look, uh, Otto Glenn Otto's look good. Yeah. Uh, AJ Alexi had a great night last night. Sure. Those are two arms that have started in the major leagues. Rotation has not. And again, we've got to preface this by saying we're 10 games in, and these guys still aren't where they're supposed to be yet. Right. They're just now getting getting stretched out to where they are.
1: Well, in the the rotation, you know, Spencer Howard's on the injured list. He's supposed to come off at some points this, this road trip, so you're going to give him another chance. Yep. Uh, the starters probably need another couple turns in the rotation, but who are you going to option? Are you going to send Dane Dunney out? Probably not. Taylor Hearn? Probably not. So no. it would be Spencer Howard, but he's going to get a couple more starts. and. You got to preserve your depth because you never you never know when John Gray might get another blister or yep. or Martín Pérez might come up sore one day and need need two weeks. So you got to you got to keep that in order too. So it's a, you know it's the it's the baseball puzzle. You know? Yeah. Just because things look bad doesn't mean you can just go start raiding AAA. There are things that you got to you got to preserve in order to keep the team functional.
0: Well, and you said something about Spencer Howard and you know the the first outing of Spencer Howard wasn't great, but it he had some good stuff that day. Yeah, he made some mistakes, and a team like Toronto, we already addressed this last week. They punish mistakes, <laughs> but he looked good. He struck out five in the three inning. Was it three innings he was yeah. in? He struck out yeah. five. That's a guy that was a top one hundred prospect in all of baseball when top, he was top fifty. Top fifty. Yeah. With the Phillies, they really did not give him a chance. They, the Phillies were in. They were in it last year. They thought they had a chance to make the playoffs. They tried him rotation. They tried him bullpen. They had him going up and down. He never got a chance to just go do it. Yeah. I, I am not for taking. I, even if Howard goes out and just flubs it two more times, that's a guy I want to see. Give me a few times, maybe another month before they start taking it. Down. Well, and
1: you know, all that yo-yoing last year kind of got to him in his head. He's kind of reset mentally. Sure. Um, you know, th- things could things actually could have been worse in his first start. Yeah. You know, things could have gotten worse, but he made an adjustment and pitched well off of that adjustment. So that that that's good. Um, you know, there there are there are some guys who are. are in the minors though that could help the bullpen right you mentioned alexi and Otto. i don't you know you probably don't want to do that uh and then you know our guest who's coming up here in just a minute chase lee (laughs) i know he's know he's a double a but he was in big league camp he's had a nice little start there in double a so uh we can talk to him about that here in just a second
0: yeah and you know what we'll segue into that going into that the rangers are this is wednesday when we're taping this rangers are going to finish in seattle they go to oakland before they head home next week uh, but Chase Lee, what a great story. This yeah. is a fun one. I had fun looking this up. Guys, we're going to come back right after this. We're going to have Chase Lee, and then once he leaves, we need to get into the minor leagues. All right. All right, and joining us now in studio is Texas Rangers right-handed pitcher Chase Lee, the Viper. Uh, he graduated from McAdory High School, I believe is what it is, in, Ma- in Michaela, Alabama. Uh, he was the Rangers draft picked in the sixth round of 2021 out of University of Alabama. He was not recruited by alabama he went there as a regular student and this is where the story gets fun how did you end up playing baseball for university of alabama uh it's a,
2: been a long ride actually but uh you know i went there as a student without any offers just to be an engineer was the, the dream and uh my parents found an article that they were doing online like a, a walk-on tryout for all students and so they kind of forced me to go and signed me up and, and made me go and so I went and tried out And I think I threw like 80 off the mound and like hit three balls out of the infield or something <laughs> obviously not good enough to make Alabama I couldn't get a junior college offer and so um set the tryout and coach Bohannon asked if I'd ever tried pitching sidearm or not. And at the time I'd, I'd never even heard of what that was I was yeah. like what is like guys do that like that's a <laughs> a real thing Uh, and he suggested that that would be my only shot at ever having any chance of continuing to play uh, and that i needed to to learn how to do that if i wanted to keep playing and so i piddled around for a year and worked with some coaches and played in a club team and uh, and the next year made the team how do you how do you learn
1: i mean it it sounds like it would be simple to just go from here to here but it you're different angles and
2: sure well if you simplify it it is easy but you actually doing it um, can make it more complicated and like I said I didn't I didn't throw hard over the top so it wasn't I was having to learn how to pitch all over again okay or or really from the beginning Um, but I had a lot of help from a guy named Brian Thompson Uh, he was a guy I went to every week and worked with him Mm. He was a high school coach in Tuscaloosa which is where Alabama is yeah and he helped a lot. And then uh, i get on YouTube every day and watch O'Day and c sheck and, and slow-mo them and okay. try to figure out what they were doing. And then I'd stand in front of my mirror and try to replicate what they were doing on the TV.
1: Darren O'Day, if you're familiar with the story, is very similar yes. to yours. Because he was at Florida. Mm-hmm. He had to learn how to do it different. And then, then his career kind of took up. But, like, he didn't get drafted, though. Mm-hmm. He was undrafted. He finished his degree. Um, right. Life... Why, let's see, agriculture and life sciences what is your degree in? tell everybody your degree is in
2: uh, my degree is in aerospace engineering so
0: you're a rocket scientist uh, yes yeah. <laughs> okay we're going to read off that in a second you're not going <laughs> to believe this you know you talked about club baseball yeah. explain what club baseball a lot of universities have this explain what club baseball is so club baseball would be uh,
2: a step above intramural it's basically intramural but intercollegiate too so it's a bunch of fraternity guys and guys who just wanted to join something extracurricular and then we played local colleges and uh kind of all around Florida State there's Kennesaw State UT Chattanooga those are some of the big teams that we played. um you just go around and play other teams
0: club baseball and so you and and I've seen that on other campuses but that's where you all you did for them was pitch
2: I played shortstop on the other two games just
0: for fun just for fun they so, bodies, probably.
1: Yeah, they, they needed bodies. I think we, <laughs> had,
2: we had like
0: 14 players or 15 players. Okay, right. so let, let's go over your stats. Real quick, what you okay. did at the University of Alabama. His, his junior year, this is the year he got drafted, his last year, he struck out 51 hitters in 40.1 innings. He had a 1.33 ERA with seven wins and seven saves. That'll work. He was third-team All-American. He was all-Southeast region first-team. Alabama's career ERA Holder for relief pitcher with a career 1.87 ERA, uh, SEC Spring Academic Honor Roll for 2019, 20, and 21, all while earning a degree in space engineering or aerospace engineering. And all of that, and you're a rocket scientist. Did you have an academic scholarship when you got there?
2: So I did. That was the reason I went to Alabama when I was out of high school was for the academic scholarship. You get in-state tuition, and I had a, a really good scholarship, so it made it uh, the most affordable, as well as the place I
1: wanted to go. So. Well, and then the baseball team didn't have to give you a scholarship, yeah. So that you know, baseball scholarships in college the way they are, yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. They, so they, uh, they like that.
2: I don't know if that helped my case at all, but um,
0: so how? So after after you do the club baseball, you go back and try out again?
2: Yeah. So same tryout, same exact thing. Open tryouts here. Come throw off the mound. Take your cuts and then I'll take an hour and then we'll see if we have anybody we like so it was the same exact thing two years in a
1: row so how many how many kids got picked out of that group one Chase Lee <laughs> Yeah, me Chase Lee.
0: <laughs> so uh, that had to be an exciting day if you grew up I'm assuming in University of Alabama Absolutely. Fan. so what was that like tell us how they did what did do? call you in a room what do you do to tell you you've made Alabama's baseball team
2: so I uh, it was actually kind of a wild day we got there I got there early, tried to show face, like, and then it ends up raining for the first half, like half hour. So we had to move uh, everything inside to our in, the indoor facility. And so I'm throwing our, a bullpen on a turf mound in tennis shoes. Like it, <laughs> it seemed like the, you know, all the stuff that you'd tried to get ready for, and then like a, a curveball got thrown. So we're inside, I threw my bullpen, and then the team was working out the gym is also in the cages and so mm-hmm. and I was throwing my bullpen and it was funny guys would kind of stopped working out and just kind of started watching and the coaches were in there so I threw my bullpen thought nothing of it just thought it was an okay day and then started to leave so I'm walking out the door and I get down the hallway and coach Bohannon comes after me he's like hey where are you going I was like uh, I guess I'm heading home I'm like I'm done. i, I throw in my bullpen. He's like, no, I think we're gonna keep you around for the fall and see what you can do. Okay. And so um, that was kind of what he gave me that day, and and that was uh, so exciting. That was uh, years of hard hard work and just. And you're playing for your dream school. And playing for the school that I've That's always awesome. dreamed of. Like I say this jokingly, but not joking. Like professional baseball was never the goal. Like playing in Alabama was right. like we. I grew up as a kid like i want to go play at alabama i don't i don't care about professional baseball so this is this is free that i got to my dream was to play at alabama
1: so the rest of this is gravy yeah six round, six round draft pick gravy yeah, yeah. just big league camp now nah, whatever yeah now now i guess so you, you've lived the dream yeah so this is like this is actually this is and, icing on the cake <laughs> the been, after dream
2: it's been so fun also but like as a kid that was what i wanted to do was to play it out now
1: and then you became like a fan favorite yeah the, the viper yeah talk about that <laughs>
2: yeah um how'd you get the nickname the fans behind the plate and the right field ragers they made the correlation of a sidearm pitcher to a sidewinder and then that turned into the viper and they're great fans and they bought in and it kind of unexpectedly got really it kind of stuck um, i think they were just joking and kind
1: of it on. So you already got your nickname? I mean, uh, yeah. what's What's left? I mean, that's, that's, you're perfect. You're ready to go. <laughs> Taylor made. You just got to get some innings and yeah. bam. Hopefully so. So, but talk about your arsenal because if you look at a big league bullpen you got guys throwing 95, mm-hmm. 98, 100 and a, probably a big slider or something like sure. that, you, you offer a different look and the Rangers have had a history of guys with beginning with O'Day, really the JD era of guys with different looks. So just kind of talk about your arsenal.
2: Sure. So my standard is sinker slider I started throwing a four seam this year um, trying to elevate in the zone mm-hmm. um, but for the most part it's those two pitches uh, mostly sliders I throw a slider at like 60% okay. um, but I'm not a huge velocity guy it's more just deceptive
1: yeah.
2: uh, I'm low 90s uh, just kind of try to fill the zone and miss barrels
1: where, so where is your arm angle um,
2: it would be slightly below 90 degrees okay so
1: um, but do you grip the slider the way a, or yeah. a traditional so grip and yeah, you don't have to do anything different i
2: don't do anything different honestly the so for my breaking pitches i think if i want to if i'm throwing a slider for an overhand guy it's a curveball okay so i just try to throw a curveball yeah. or um like with uh, my fastball i'm trying to make it do what overhand guys do with their changeup. i'm trying to just replicate their spin mm-hmm. just from a different angle but a lot of the similarities are the same, I'm just tilted a little bit.
1: So you're not, you're not scraping the ground no. like Dan Quisenberry and no. Kent DeColvey, you know, you're... I'm very
2: uh, close to Darren O'Day okay. uh, in the way that I throw. I was yeah. a little bit higher in years past, and then somehow this off-season <laughs> so I creeped down. down. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool. Uh, so Danny Clark, the coordinator, yeah, sure. got me in touch with Darren Oliver and Darren O'Day on okay. a three-way call. And so i've been able to talk with oday uh, he texted me yesterday asked me how i was doing and yeah i got to ask him a question about you know what was his thought process when he tries to throw fastballs up in the zone and stuff like that so that's been a really cool uh like contact the guy i mimicked sure. and watched trying to learn how to throw sidearm is now the guy that i get to text and talk to yeah. asking questions
1: well because there are fewer and fewer of you it's kind of like the knuckleballers the yeah. knuckleballers all kind of have a a, 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 a group a bond, chat A bond that, <laughs> kind of. I mean it really is kinda of like that. So and Darren Darren, I think, still in the offseason lives in, in Collieville. Um so that's I mean that's fantastic. But did he just retire? No, he's
0: still He's playing. still, still, still up yeah.
1: He thought he was and then the Braves picked him up last year. Yeah. So yeah, but he uh you talked about the fat he, he threw his fastball up. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what befuddled guy befuddled guys still to this day was mm-hmm. the fastball from that angle. I don't wanna rising yeah basically so i mean but yeah deception the different look um and you're off to a great start i know it's very early yeah
2: it's very early
1: but you you know you had the full spring which the major league guys didn't have you got to be in the major league spring training which i'm sure was awesome was who did you bounce ideas off of who did you that
2: was honestly that was really a really cool experience i i didn't expect it i didn't know what the normal was, but I knew that wasn't the normal you know, yeah. in your first year. Um, but I, I got to talk with guys like Greg Holland mm-hmm. and, and Brock Burke and, and Glenn Otto, even though he's, he's not up with the club right now. Right, like right. Some of those younger guys within uh, Matt Moore and Greg Holland being the older guys, kind of yeah. just watching how they go about their daily work and how they do their business and, and handle their stuff. Yeah. More, uh, I saw more stuff than, than I learned audibly. Mm-hmm just kind of watching how they do their stuff. Sure, But it was a really cool experience uh, and a lot of really good guys in that group.
1: How does that, how did that put things in perspective? I mean, if you're in major league camp, you're obviously on the radar.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't, that that seems to be the first time that like I've not had to prove something right out of the gate, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be high school or club baseball or Alabama, yeah. like, I was always trying to prove myself. And so this was one of the first times where that came fairly easily, yeah, and it kind of surprised me. Um, so I didn't really know what to do with it, but it honestly sh- showed me that, it, you know, I may not be there today, yeah, but but that I'm close and can fit. And not that that's the that is everyone's end goal, but not yeah. that I can't be content with where I'm at now. Yeah, but it shows me that I'm I can be really close, uh, and can fit in and, and pitch there. Yeah, whenever they see fit.
1: Now you I mean you're still what? Do you have 30? 30 professional innings yet? I mean, it's, I don't think so. Yeah, there's a long way to go, but, yeah. you know, so far this year, you haven't given it a run, right? I mean, you're, it's three games, yeah. small sample size, but.
0: Last night he was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you struck out the side to end the game. By the way, I'm, I'm being facetious here, but you struck out the side to end the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they've necessarily named him the closer, but you're getting the most important outs right now. Last night you got the save. Keep going with your question there, but I mean.
1: Just, it just seems like. Uh, things are heading in the right right direction. You feel like you're on a good path at least yeah. to, to get through this season.
2: I would say I, I'm not where I want to be starting yeah. off. There's been, with the arm slot dropping just a little bit more, a little bit of feel things that I haven't figured yeah. out that I'm enjoying getting to work on. Yeah. But it's also I'm able to – I've had a good start and been able to pitch in some higher leverage innings even in uh, like double-A games sure. that – we have to win. You want to win. Um, yeah. You're not just out
1: and there so, trying out. And, and
2: so those are have been really good innings and have thrown uh, decently well. Okay. Um, so it's a good start, all things considered.
1: So two, two of my favorite people in the organization are Danny Clark and Jeff Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you get to work with Jeff every day. Yep. What, what, what What is that like?
2: Jeff's great. He um, is a man of few words, but he really knows what to say and when to say it. Yeah. Um, so he's, I think like last week, I had a, an average outing, just nothing really stuck out, just kind of got some guys out and yeah. ended it. And he came up to me the next day and he's like, hey, you need to start doing this. And it was elevating. The, he, he wanted me to elevate the ball more <laughs> just to start working on something. Uh, but he, he always knows kind of when to say stuff and what to say mm-hmm. and how to say it and not to be pushy and not to yeah. do t- – he just knows how to relate to people and and pitch, be a pitching coach, honestly.
0: So, before I want to get into your draft day because that's always fun for somebody. Before we do that, I want to go back to high school real quick. Okay. Now, did you pitch in high school? I
2: pitched my, I threw my junior and senior year.
0: But you were a shortstop or yes. middle infield. So
2: I, I primarily played infield and I threw off the mound, like <laughs> for th- like twenty or thirty innings between the
0: last two years of high school. Okay. And you did get one little offer from a school. Uh... Yeah.
2: So I, Covenant College gave me a preferred walk on. Okay. Spot. Oh. And they're a uh, Division Three in Chattanooga, Tennessee.
0: Well, good thing you didn't walk on there. Yeah. Because someone else saw that. Did you play any other sports in No, high school? sir. Just, just baseball? No, sir. No, sir. I swear, I, I look old. See, that's why he's <laughs> doing that. Okay, you're drafted in the sixth round by the Texas Rangers 2021. This is always a fun one for me to ask. Where were you when you found out you'd been drafted, or were you watching it?
2: So we were watching it. We were at
0: my parents' house. Um, my wife was my fiance at the
2: time, so we were there. <laughs> And then my parents uh, and my you know, brothers and sisters, and or brother and sister, uh, and we were all just kind of watching the TV. I had my phone, I uh, was talking back and forth with my agent, and then with uh, whoever would call. Right. We, we were really just sitting on the couch and watching people get picked, and yeah. we had a bunch of teammates go. Or I had two guys from school go before me, so I was texting them and trying to see where the guys that I played with yeah. would go, or guys that I knew. So really just enjoying getting to be a
0: part of it and, and watching it did you get a call before they called your name or? I did
2: so Kip or uh, the area scout called me first uh, Bam Bam or Brian um, and then Kip called and then I ended up uh, Chris Young got called me right before they picked me and so
0: I got to talk to, I guess, everybody in the organization. <laughs> That's really, really cool. So when was it that you realized, you know what, I have pro scouts watch me. It's obviously when in high school. No. If pro scouts were at your high school, they were there to see someone else. Sure. So <laughs> it, it's in college. So when do you start going, you know, I actually got scouts watching me. I, this may actually be a realistic possibility. When did that happen?
2: So the, the fall going into my second year, um, the, we had the COVID spring, so we didn't play, but yeah. that fall, I had come off a really good Somerville uh, uh-huh. season, and then one of the guys I played for, his dad was a scout with the Mariners. Okay. And so he would come to the games and talk and hang out. Um, and he would start hanging out towards the end of the games. And uh, that fall is when I started you know, getting to do interviews or phone calls with scouts and things like that. That was when that kind of was like, maybe, maybe engineering's not gonna be my career. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna get to play <laughs> baseball for a little
0: while you can fall back on rocket <laughs> engine, rocket science i'm guessing you yeah. can fall back on that
1: yeah. what's uh, so yeah so you, you i mean you signed like as quick as anybody can sign mm-hmm. pretty much go to arizona you have your mini camp then you get out um what what, what and this is something that john and i talk about literally every episode mm-hmm. it's like all the guys are like good guys mm-hmm. it's like there's no jerks that you have that, that have to deal with mm-hmm. it just seems like that the culture the culture is really good sure just kind of talk about that
2: yeah those guys were great um like going into frisco i knew no one like yeah. i just getting drafted i think i'd i don't even think i'd heard of a player on the team um so i knew absolutely no one mm-hmm. and then thankfully the day i got there they had called up three other guys so it was cody bradford ty yeah. Tiedemann, and blaine krim all at the same day so we were all kind of wandering aimlessly through the facility Um, but those guys were great they accepted me I figured uh, there would be some pushback since Mm -hmm. I didn't you know Mm -hmm. do all the same things that they did uh, and have to grind through Mm -hmm. some of the other seasons but they were accepting and they taught me a lot Mm -hmm. and and just kind of supported me and then by the the second or third week I was pitching in the bigger innings and and they were all so supportive and, and I can't say enough about how they're accepting and supporting me allowed me to play last year without um, having to worry about those things
1: well and you know the two of the guys you named blaine and and uh, mr bradford are mm-hmm. uh married mm-hmm. as you are um it just seems like <clears throat> there's a group of married guys and, and kind of you know they you all live together mm-hmm. i mean not in the same house but like apartments in the same building it seems like there's kind of a i don't know there's a there's a there's a fraternity as a as being players you're in this fraternity but it seems like your wives it seems like you guys are have a chance to grow and be like good friends for like a long time
2: absolutely so we had the privilege of living with davis wendell and cody bradford Mm. in arizona
1: and then married cody yeah yeah. they're both married so
2: our wives have all become really good friends they have a text message and then we like they'll zoom call when yeah Davis is in Round Rock, so we had a Zoom call with all of them the other night. Okay. Uh, just kind of hanging out, building those relationships, and then all the wives get to hang out together. Um, but there is, like, a, a li- something different about all the married yeah. guys because there's a common theme of, like, more responsibilities, more <laughs> things to take care of, um, but also just more friendships because now wives are friends and watching games together.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you you were off-camera talking about how days over you just go across the street you don't yeah. you don't get to unwind yeah so what <laughs> how do how do you separate rider's field your apartment and baseball
2: um it's honestly really difficult so in years past i've been able to get in the car and, yeah. and drive around um, i guess i could do that but it would be gas <laughs> yes, is a little expensive uh, so i've been I, <laughs> it is. I i have a notebook and then after the game i write down a positive and a, and a negative of each outing okay uh, whether i did good or bad just yeah. one, one little sentence and then i put my notebook up and put it in my locker and that's kind of my way of like okay that, i'm done for the day uh, okay. i'm done with baseball i get to go be a husband and a friend and a roommate uh to guys and so cody and his wife and then my wife so
0: that's okay. my way of, of putting baseball down for the day so you struck out three last night um i'm curious what was the negative uh, did you leave a ball up or something? I Maybe. did, yeah.
2: So th- I pitched a little timid. The I threw like eight fastballs up, and, and I normally throw one a week. And so right. I, they, my new development goal is to throw fastballs up. And so I, I was throwing a little timid. Throwing up, The wind was blowing out, so it was more of a mentality huh. thing than a results thing. It okay. Was like it,
1: was, it was a one-run game. So. Yeah, it was
2: a one-run game with the wind blowing out. You're the they closer. Were, you're
1: there on the island. And they wanted me to throw fastballs <laughs> off. <laughs>
0: So Okay, that's good. Now listen, I want to get into some fun stuff. Okay, and, and we use do Anything else you no, wanted I'm to good. ask him going into that? So, what's your favorite food? Pizza. It, that's course cool the answer. It. Yeah. Bam. Bam. Yeah. That, that's a great answer right there. As you can tell, I'm not actually I'm losing some weight. You know, I, I want to be like you. But uh, okay, so what is your favorite fast food? If you have to get fast food. what's Oh it? man, uh, Zaxby's. Zaxby's.
1: That's a southern thing. Yeah, that's definitely a southern, a southern thing. It is. Yeah.
0: So what are they known for? What are, Chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are yeah. a couple of those yeah. around. I have seen those. Yeah. Okay, what is beef. your favorite home-cooked meal, and who cooks it? Does your wife cook? Does your mom? Does grandma? Uh, my Both my wife and my mom are great cooks.
1: Um, good so, answer. Yeah. Uh, keep everybody happy. <laughs> that's that's uh, an experienced married <laughs> man
2: right there. Everybody <laughs> just got married, too. Yeah. too. Uh, but my wife's a great cook, so she makes these uh, cheeseburger sliders that are really good. Mm. And then she started making okra not with the cheeseburger sliders just separately like fried okra or, or it's like
0: uh in a pan no
2: yeah kidding. yeah and it's okay. been it's really good
0: okay what about your mom anything she makes that like when you go home it's like you got to make it mom uh chicken casserole chicken nice. what's in chicken casserole
1: chicken Is
2: like, yeah. it have noodles and no so it's like chicken and cream of chicken and ritz crackers <laughs> over rice okay Man. i could do that too <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah cheers simple man yeah <laughs> do, do, do you eat so many calories this is a fun one Jeff and I since we have to watch calories do you eat as many calories as you want a day are they trying to get you up
2: they haven't said anything about weight so I just eat as I please um,
0: if I'm hungry I eat so and, do you, you don't you don't watch what you're eating I mean I guess you try not to be too yeah, unhealthy I
2: try to my wife actually gives me a hard time all the time I don't love vegetables I just I eat oh, like a kid like right. I, favorite food is pizza and I probably eat it once a week twice right. a week like they are trying to get me on a better diet. Well, but if you
1: put vegetables on your pizza, we, that, there might, we go. Be the, that might be you. the trick. That counts. <laughs> that counts.
0: That's vegetables. That's what you yeah. do there. Okay, so what do you do away from baseball? I know you've got a wife, so you yeah. do that. Do you play golf? So I,
2: I, I do play golf. Um, I'll, really, just anything outside. Um, okay. Mostly golf on off days right now, I'm trying to get a little bit better so I can compete with guys and, and not ruin an invitation right um, but anything outside go for a walk hang out sit on the porch read just anything that gets me out of the house and away from baseball is okay. really what i do
0: now do, do do you uh do you have a good handicap in golf or are you just like did you pick it up early or is this no
2: so i picked it up the covid summer when okay. everything we were done with baseball and yeah. i had my brother and i went and bought the box set of golf clubs sure. and started playing <laughs> and we've slowly uh increased our bag and, Upgraded, um, but I'm about a 12 right now. And I'm trying good. to get to an
1: eight. We got to so, you know, uh, I think Colwyn is the yeah, best, he is. right? Yeah. And then I think after that, I don't, I don't even know who's, who's good after that. At least in the system, I think. No, like I think Doug Mathis is a good player, mm-hmm. and I know, I know last year. Reagans
0: uh, is supposedly getting better. I know Reagans is playing. Okay. And Cole was the one telling us that he bought the new driver. Yeah. Uh, that that he's doing. Yeah, Cole was really good. I've never
2: got to play with him, but I've seen some video, and everyone that's ever played with him has said he's – Who have you played
0: with that's good? That's good? I don't know. <laughs> oh
2: <Uh-oh. laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The group we normally go with, we're all right in the same boat. Right in the same boat. Yeah, so we went last week. It was Cody Bradford, Cole Reagans, and then Avery Weems. Yeah,
1: so Cody's, we, we Cody – We all went and played. Cody said on the show that he was just starting starting to get yeah, into it too. he was. Yeah. And does he
2: it, swing
0: left-handed or right-handed? Left-handed. So He co- both. Cole yeah. and
2: Cody were left-handed, and then Avery Williams was right-handed. He yeah, really. So we,
1: yeah, even though he's a left, even though he's a lefty,
2: that's right. strange. So we got to play a little match match of cart golf, and I don't even think we kept score because it was getting, <laughs> it was. We were just trying to find golf balls. We had lost. There somebody. you
1: go. Well, the wind here can be hellacious. Yes, yes absolutely, and, and just kill around. Absolutely. And you, and you can go out, like you can go to the range and hit the ball well, mm-hmm. and you're like, God dang, did I hit the ball well or not? Yeah, because like, it's just blowing. Everything's everywhere. going everywhere, but it's yeah. Right.
0: Okay, last one. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this one. I do this to a lot of guys. It's okay. what's something that nobody knows about you. We have our fun answers. Uh,
1: uh, we, we pretty much pulled, pulled back a lot of layers of the onion here. On, we, on we, we do. With the, the school and yeah. everything. So go ahead, Dennis.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I don't know that this one will be as – so, like, we have Davis Wenzel, who said he got his finger cut mm-hmm. off one time. We've got uh, Jack Glider who hates peanut butter. Okay. John Daniel, who has special flying underwear. That's right. Uh, that is real. <laughs> He has special flying underwear. What is something that nobody knows about Chase Lee, the Viper? That no one knows? Like, or
1: guess, maybe only a very small number of people know.
0: Just the uh, inner circle of Chase Lee knows.
1: It doesn't have to be embarrassing, but it can be. It makes it better. <laughs> you know. Let's
2: see. I, I worked at Chick-fil-A all in high school. No kidding. Yeah.
1: Is so, that why you like Zaxby's? I, that is why I <laughs> like uh,
2: Yeah, I worked there from sophomore year until I graduated high school.
0: What's the saying you have to say that it's my pleasure? My pleasure. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is great. Let me tell you what, they get you in and out of Chick-fil-A quick, no matter what the line does. Yeah. So were you the cook? What did you do? Work at the window?
2: I worked at the window in the drive-thru. Yeah, he's
1: too, he's too nice. He, yeah. yeah. They don't want yeah. to put him back in the that's kitchen. That's the face you put out front. <laughs> you want
0: this person greeting your customers. So do you, do you not
1: like Chick-fil-A?
2: No, I do. I okay. do now. It took me probably probably a year
1: you had to you had take an year and a year off
2: yeah of just i couldn't go in the building it smelled funny <laughs> <laughs> but they were really good. they were really good it was honestly a really fun first job well and
1: you had sundays off yeah
2: so and you that's, had sundays off thing.
0: i know that feeling i was a seaman's apprentice at long john silver oh my and, god uh, that was uh that i was off long john silver's for a while till yeah. i got back and i haven't gone i've never really
1: time. been on long john silver's to be honest i don't like the idea <laughs> yeah, of never. fast food fish
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh uh yeah okay we'll leave it at that but that but i know the feeling you smell like it when you come home you're yeah. i mean the little costume i wore now this is a long <laughs> your dad's probably younger than me a long time ago i've got a daughter older than you but uh jeff anything else for we uh, i'm
1: just i just have this vision of you and i'm thinking of uh uh, a, it
0: was a striped shirt, and it was. Fast, a little... I'm thinking
1: of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> when Joe's <laughs> Reinhold was driving down the street, and he had the big thing, he on. had the big pirate hat, and he the just little, threw uh, it out the window.
0: I had the little thing that you tied around your head. It was a little bandana around my head.
1: Oh, so you are like a pirate.
0: I was like okay. a pirate. Anything else before we let him go? No. Guys, I, Chase, I can't thank you enough. I know that you guys play tonight, so you're going back. You're going to head back over towards Frisco. Um, we appreciate you so much coming out here, guys. It's Chase Lee, the Viper. Texas Rangers right-hander right now at Frisco. Um, if you guys are out and about, go to Frisco. You're going to see him late in the innings. Chase, thanks so much yeah. for joining us. Thank late. you guys
1: for having yeah, me. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, thank Appreciate you Appreciate
0: All right, that was Chase Lee. Thanks, Chase, for stopping by there. Let's go down on the farm real quick and get just touch on that. Um, the the farm system, all of them won last night. This is Wednesday that we're doing this. They all won last night. Yeah. Um, obviously, at the upper level, the, the guys are playing good. The guys that we're watching are the ones that, that, that we are watching are the ones that Seem to be doing well. Down East hasn't really kicked in offensively yet. Yeah. Uh, anybody that you've noticed this week that had a good week besides Chase Lee?
1: <laughs> well, to, to your point about about Down East and Loay, Down East started real slow last year. Right. Both, both them and Hickory. But um, you know these are guys that are basically ha- a lot of them are having their first full season. Right. Of professional baseball or in the United States, in the in the case of the guys that that have played in the Dominican Summer League. So. Um, it, it's not unusual for them to start slow. You know, uh, Marcus Smith had a home run last yep, night, and I'm a, I'm a big Marcus Smith guy. I do too. The I fish, like a Fraynier a home run. He's he's he might be their second most second or third most talented catcher yep. in the system. Um, so they 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 do have good players. It's just it's going to take a while. And then that that will be supplemented by
0: Cam Colley, Cam Colley those guys Ian
1: Mahler. Uh, <coughs> moroble will probably join them at some point kind of have a uh an abbreviated taste to to affiliated ball so that's not surprising as far as guys who've played well um you know a, tri- a triple a obviously very high on on leoti we talked about him earlier mm-hmm. um bobba thompson is having a nice start davis, Not on
0: the 40 man so right Leody's davis gonna...
1: winzel also not on the 40 has has come on late come on out slow, alexi real- Otto, who we also mentioned both of those guys so there's some good stuff happening at AAA. he has been great yeah, since, since, right, since right. he's
0: gone. Go down to double A. You go down Evan Carter, two for four last night. At, Carter, at, Hickory, at, yeah, at, at, at a, Hickory. Yeah, at Hickory, 19 years old, one of the younger guys in Hickory. Two yeah. for four. He's hitting 3 321. That's probably up to 338, something like that. Christian Anoa, Chris Cease, by the way, he's back. Yes. Um, and he He's hitting, as of right now, he's hitting 269. He's hit two home runs. Uh, he hit a double last night. He was two for four. That's a name to watch. Yeah. That was once... The guy that they thought he's a, was first,
1: re- he's a former first round
0: pick. Yeah, and they thought he was going to take that was the guy that was going to take over for Elvis when Elvis retired. Look,
1: look, last year when I uh, did the the deal for um, Baseball America, the right. the Prospect Handbook, there were somebody in the system said that Chris sees is their is their is a top five prospect and might be their best prospect. Yep. Just you look at the body and the tools. He just can't stay healthy. Right. And if he does, who knows? <clears> but it, it's. It's an intriguing guy. He, he's he's still in the system. He's he's gone through so much. Yep, two two and, shoulders. And he's a guy you got to root for, kind of, you know. Yep. Just, um But the, on on your point on on Carter, he is young. He only had 106 at bats or plate appearances at, at Low A, and he had the back injury. Um, the reason they pushed him is because he had the right foundation. Right. And it's the strike zone judgment, yep. and and he knows. And, and just on that foundation, they felt confident that he would survive. It's been a couple weeks, only a couple weeks, but yep. it, it looks like the right choice at this point. And then uh, I think we skipped over Double A. You know, we didn't ask Chase about Jack Leiter there. in this, you know, same yeah. conference in college, I'm sure everybody gets beat down with Jack Leiter questions. Absolutely. But his second appearance was as good as his first. It was actually a little bit better. So um, I, I think that you know, you don't want to push it. Right and Jack Leiter have been sure. great. But you got to sit and be patient with with lighter. But you know, through two starts, it looks it looks really good.
0: Who, who I'm excited to see get going at Double A is Dustin Harris, who started off rather slow. Yeah. I said last week he started slow, but he's hitting the ball on the barrel. It's just going right at people. Two for four last night. He's raised his average up into the two sixties. That's a good guy to see going. Blaine Kremp's killing the ball. Yeah, leading just like he's Ezekiel Duran still doing well. Sure. Uh, procession. <laughs> This guy's not a major leaguer, guys, but I just love what he does for the team Sure. when he does what he did there. But that really kind of touches it. Look, the the Frisco's 9-1 after last yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, Round Rock's 9-4 after last night. Sure. Round Rock was horrible last year. <laughs> and and it, it, it extended to the major leagues how bad they were. Yeah. They, I mean, that's your two upper levels that are doing great.
1: Right. I mean, Frisco has so much talent. Oh, gosh. it's good. I, mean, I mean, not that Round Rock doesn't. Exactly. And, it, and it's close. But you know you still sprinkle in some veteran guys to fill out that roster, and you got to have them. Right. You got to have those guys that, that know what they're doing in case you need somebody, and you want to let the prospects continue to develop. But man, that Frisco team's got some talent.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, we're gonna wind this thing down. We've gone over the minor leagues. You'll have your Friday on the farm. You usually get out there. Thanks for listening to this one. Thanks for Chase Lee for joining us. Until uh, next time. Yeah. Right,
1: uh, 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 RangersToday.com.
0: Absolutely. RangersToday.com.
1: Right there. there you see it. Go join Uh, up, guys. $5.99 $599. a month,
0: $60 for the year. So worth your money. I get mine every morning with my coffee. Go join the YouTube channel uh, and listen to the podcast. Chase Lee, once again, we'll get out of here. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, guys, we'll see you at the yard.